Picture this. You pack up all your boxes, write what room they go in, and you think you're going to remember which box has your coffee mugs and coffee filters in it. You think you have it all figured out, but then you get to your new home and you have to open all the boxes that say kitchen just so you can find the one that has the one with the coffee so you don't miss your morning coffee that first morning in your new home. Have you done that before? I have. Now, it may not have been for your coffee, but there's always something that you're digging through multiple boxes to try to find when you move. Now you have a bunch of opened boxes, no morning coffee, and no time to unpack them or sort through. Or you just give up and you go get your coffee from a local coffee shop. You come back home and you have to open all the kids' room boxes because you can't find little Maybelle's favorite stuffy. We can fix this. You can actually have a smooth move and transition into your new home. It is possible. Moving doesn't have to feel like chaos. The lead up into the move with all the packing, then the transition into the new home can actually be somewhat enjoyable. Nobody loves to move, but we can make it as enjoyable as possible. You may not be moving right now, but if you ever plan on moving again, or you know someone who is, this is going to be a crucial episode for you to listen to and keep this in the back of your pocket. You're going to need it, or your friend is going to need it. Hey mama, welcome to Restored Mama. Do you wish your days didn't go by in a blur because you are so busy? Ready to kill it as a homeschool mom trying to juggle home, family, and business as well? Does it feel like you're just trying to survive the day until you put your kids to bed? Do you need a time management strategy to balance it all? Hey, I'm Jen. I too was a mom that was trying to do it all but accomplishing nothing. I too felt worn out and drained and wished for freedom and balance in my life. I wanted to enjoy life and live out the calling God placed on me, but I kept telling myself life was always going to be this busy and I would never escape being that hot mess mom who lost her identity to motherhood until I found structure and time management strategies that actually work. In this podcast, you will find ways to prioritize to help you balance it all, learn habits to bring ease in your day, God-centered conversations to help you focus on what is really important and ways to enjoy motherhood so that you will be able to go to bed feeling accomplished and loving life again. Warm up that cold coffee, kick up your feet. You deserve a break. Don't forget, Mama, this is the last week to get your submission in for a free 30-minute personal development coaching session. You don't have to struggle and try to figure it out all on your own. You are struggling with your daily tasks, organization in your home, managing your kids, or working well alongside your husband. Maybe you're struggling balancing your busy mom life and your business. We can work through it together. If you have this burning desire to do something more with your life, but you don't know what it is or how you would even make time to do it when you do figure it out, I am here to help. I'm only giving away two 30-minute sessions. So head on over, leave your review, then take a screenshot of that review and send it to me at restoredmamapodcast.gmail.com and you'll be entered to win. Have you ever moved? Do you remember all the boxes and what seems like endless packing leading up to the move? Then it's time to move, and boxes are put in the wrong rooms because you weren't there to direct, you can't be everywhere at once, and people helping you had no idea where that box went, so the kids' boxes are behind all the camping gear in the garage and you can't get to them. Does that sound familiar? Then When you actually finish packing, you move and you go to unpack, you can't find anything. Have you been there? I have been on both sides of it. The moving side and not being able to find anything. Then the helping side and not knowing where to put anything and feeling like I put everything in the wrong spot for my friends. 
Well, I have an amazing system that fixes all those moving problems. We moved just under a year ago, and now we're moving again. I didn't use my moving system. I was due to have my littlest, Caleb, who's now almost 10 months. When we found out we were going to move, I hadn't even had him yet. I was miserable and massively pregnant, and I was due. We only had a couple weeks to get the entire house packed up and ready to move. And then when we moved, he was only two weeks old and my body was still healing, so I couldn't really physically do anything. I cared for Caleb, I sat and I nursed, and then I just directed the best that I could while everyone else did everything. We had so many family and friends that helped with both the packing and the moving. I don't know how we would have done it without them. It's in a situation like that when we realize just how many amazing people we have in our lives and how blessed we are to be in the community that we are. And it's because of them is the only reason that that move even happened. I don't know how I would have done it without them. I wouldn't have. But it wasn't easy for me with the aftermath of all of that. Things were tossed in boxes in a hurry. They were shoved in every cranny we could get at all. Then boxes were labeled with a room and put in the room that they belonged. But the problem was not everything in those boxes belonged in those rooms because extra things were just put in the empty spaces and boxes that were totally random. And then we're just trying to hurry. So nothing was sorted and organized. Then I had no idea what was in those boxes. So I ended up having dozens of opened, rifled through boxes strewn all over our new house for what felt like weeks. I know I'm not the only person that's been there. Maybe you didn't move with a newborn, but I know everybody has had some form of unorganized move and boxes everywhere because you couldn't figure out where your coffee mugs were. Well, we're moving again. We have a couple months this time instead of a couple weeks. Thank you, Jesus. We found out three months before that we have to move. So it's a much better time frame this time around. We're not rushing to be able to pack. I've had the system for moving and I'm really excited to finally perfect it. And now I'm going to share with you so you don't have to go through a stressful and chaotic move. The system starts two months in advance for your move date. Now you can start it sooner and just spread it out over a longer time frame if you want. But two months, I found it to be the sweet spot with being able to pack things and not needing to take them out before the move comes. If you don't have two months, you can still do this. It's just going to be a little more compact. Okay, so two months before the move date, I want you to gather up all the supplies. You're going to get all the boxes. I find free ones all over Facebook Marketplace from people who are trying to get rid of all the boxes after they moved. So I just go and I pick up van loads of boxes every time. Then you're going to need packing tape. You can get a huge roll of them from Costco if you have a Costco around you. And it's super cheap. Big roll. Lasts a long time. Then you're going to need packing paper for all those breakables that you're going to have to wrap. But the key to this system is colored construction paper and Sharpies. Yeah, we're going to craft side. You can take the paper from your kid's craft area. That's what I did. I will replace Georgia's construction paper, but I just used hers. Or you can just head over to the dollar store, get the cheapest package that you can find, but just make sure it has multiple colors in that package because you need multiple colors. That's it. Super simple. Once you've gathered all your supplies, then you can start packing. I like to do this with the kids during the day. You have lots of time if you start this two months in advance. That's why we start so early before the move. 
you can take your time. You can incorporate the kids, teach them how to do this. And then you can get your work done in your work block still. You can still enjoy your free time when they go to bed instead of frantically packing every free moment that you get. Start with what you won't be using for the next two months. I want you to write out a list. You know I love my lists. Make the list and put a one, two, or three next to each item. So number one is what can be packed first. Like now, two months in advance, what can you be packing right now? That's going to be number one. It's like you rarely use it or you know you won't need it for the next two months. The number two is what can be packed within a month, month and a half before the move. The number three is those last things, like within that last two or three weeks before the move. Then you're going to need a separate list of what you need to access up until that last week before the move. So what do you need last minute? Things that you're not going to be packing up, things you want to make sure you have access to, even like that morning of the move. All that needs to be on this list so you don't accidentally pack it up. So everything on this list you're going to need access to right before you move and then right after you move. So it needs to be the most easily accessible, not packed in boxes that you have to take apart. That way you're just not accidentally packing up all these things, digging through the boxes that you worked so hard to pack up. So an example of what I pack first, like things that I've been packing right now because we are two months before our move now, books. I left out the couple that I plan to read and a couple of my kids' favorite books to read over the next couple months and all the other books are packed. I even packed up all the homeschooling things. School is going to start before we move, I know. I left just a couple things out, and the rest we're gonna do on the computer. It's not ideal, kids don't learn very well on the computer in my house, but we're gonna work with our situation, and then we'll bring out all the school books after we move. And then I packed seasonal clothing. Most likely the weather won't be drastically changing over the next two months for you, So pack up all the clothes for you and your kiddos that are for the off season. I let my husband do all his stuff. He packs his own stuff so he can pack it how he wants. I do show him how I do my packing, but it's up to him. He takes care of his own stuff. Right now we're in the middle of summer. The weather will get slightly cooler before we move, but not drastically. So I just packed up all the winter gear, jackets, sweaters, all the things for the cool weather. I just left out a couple options for each of us to wear if the mornings or evenings start to get cool before we move, things like that. And then everything else is just in boxes. Okay, easy enough, right? And then you can pack up any fancy glassware, vases, extra blankets, pillows, all the things that you can do without for a little bit. All those number ones on your list. If it's not summer and it's winter, pack up all your summer clothes. Just whatever off season is that you're not going to be needing. All right, so what happens when you figure out what you're going to pack? You get all the boxes ready to pack up. Well, this is the key to the system. Remember that colored paper that I had you get? This is when you pull that out. I want you to make stacks of each color. How many rooms do you have in your new home? Not where you're at now, but your new home, where you're going to be going. You need to have a color for each room the bathroom, the kitchen, the bedrooms, one for the garage, one for the office if you have an office. Now for us, we actually have no idea where we're moving. We just know that we're moving. We're going to be moving in two months. We don't know where we're going, but we're packing up and just trusting in God. So I have a color for each person in the family, one for the kitchen, one for the garage, one for the office, praying we have an office in our new home, and then one is just titled other. The things that don't really classify as a specific room is what I put in other because we don't really know 
what our house is going to be like and how we're going to organize it. So that's like all of our games in the game closet or the medical supplies for my kids that have type 1 diabetes, those types of things. They get classified as other. And when we find out where we're moving and what the house is like, we can determine where we want them to go. Each room or person gets a color. Write out the name of that room on the color paper. Then when you have a box packed and ready to go, you write out on that paper everything in that box. If it's a box for the kitchen and you have your kitchen colored paper, I'm using bright yellow because a lot of the kitchen stuff is fragile and I want it to be high alert. So you write kitchen on the top of that page, big and bold. Then under, you write what's in there. For example, if it's a fragile one, I put huge fragile so people know when they see it. And then underneath, just a little because I need, I need to know what's in there and it doesn't need to be visible for everybody packing. I put vases special glassware, tablecloths. Now, when you get to your new home, you know that box goes in the kitchen and you know you don't need to open it right away because you don't need that special glassware. You don't need the vases and you don't need a tablecloth all right away. But if it said mugs, drinking glasses, and coffee filters, you know that I would be opening it first thing so I had it ready to go that next morning for my coffee. Make sure when you're packing your box, you keep like with like. For example, as I record this, I'm actually staring at a half full box of kids' blankets, burp cloths, cloth diapers. I put like with like. I like to use cloth diapers during the day when we're at home. My husband isn't a fan of cloth diapers, so we also have the Kirkland disposable ones, and we use that when he's around or when we go out of the house. I'd rather have his help with diaper changes than stick to my guns about cloth diapers, but that's a story for another day. (laughs) So... I decided I would pack up the cloth diapers and we could just use the disposable ones for the next two months. I kept like with like in this box, so they aren't all the same exact thing, but they're all for the kids and they're similar types of items. So the paper says Caleb, then underneath that, I put the items that are in there so I don't have to dig through the box trying to find something that isn't in the box. So underneath is all the burp cloths because we don't even have to use burp cloths anymore. Then the baby blankets, because we don't really need those. We've got plenty of blankets. And then on the top is the cloth diapers. So that way I know I can just open the box when we get to the new house. And right on top, cloth diapers. I don't need to dig through to try to find them. So I can start with my cloth diapers again. Okay, I think you get the gist. So you have all your number one items packed, labeled, stacked up in a corner of the garage or somewhere out of the way in the house. Now you're about a month away from your move. It's time to work on your number two items. Go through the same process. Pack up all those things that you have on the list with a number two by it. Then when you're down to the last couple weeks, there should be very few items left to pack. Just those those last minute things you need to live comfortably, like things to be able to cook basic meals in the kitchen, things like that. But you pack up those, just leaving out what you have on your separate list with the necessities. So you've gone through your number threes, they're all packed up. Your number twos, they're all packed up. Now you're left with the basic necessities and you're about two weeks out from your move. It's just the things to be able to cook basic meals, function on a normal daily basis without all the extras. So now move day comes. Everything is packed up. You can enjoy your morning without a hectic last minute packing and everyone that you have to help They know what is going on. 
what goes where in your new home so you don't have to worry about being a director the entire day or field all these questions of where do you want this box? Where do you want that box? When you get to the new place, just take a piece of paper from each color that you have on the boxes. Take that paper and tape it to the corresponding door in the new home. Let's say you have blue for little Jimmy's room on the box. Then you get that same color of blue paper and you put it on Jimmy's door in the new house. Now everyone knows that all the boxes that have that blue paper on them go in that room with the blue paper on the door. And voila, all is smooth and simple on moving day and you can just enjoy yourself and know everything is going to be where it needs to go. Then things like the bookcases or dressers, take that same piece of paper, like office, I have pink paper for that. So on some of the bookcases that go in the office, I've taped the pink piece of paper that says office on it. So that way, whoever's helping us move knows that goes to the office. Now, if we don't have an office in our new home, we'll have to adjust, but that's okay. I'm just preparing as if we are going to have an office. But then when it comes time to unpack, all the specifics are written on the paper taped to the box. So you know just what you need to unpack first without having to dig through every box that says kitchen, just so you can find what you need to make your coffee that first morning in your new home. All right, I think we got it. If you have any questions, feel free to send me an email. I'd be happy to walk you through this system so that way your move can be nice and smooth and simple as smooth as a move can be. All right, good luck whenever you or your friend moves. Using this super simple system, your move is going to be hassle-free, at least when it comes to the packing and unpacking stuff. All right, I will see you on Wednesday, Mama. Shoot me an email if you have any questions and you're preparing a move or any questions on anything that I talk about. I'd be happy to help you. My email is restoredmamapodcast at gmail.com. See you Wednesday. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you liked Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.